name is Matt. And I'm Mac. And this is Sip, Sip of Success. Success. So hi guys, we hope everyone's still doing really well. Um, classes are still slightly enjoyable, I guess. Matt, how are your classes going? Good. Pretty Good. hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a <laughs> sophomore year. Hmm. Junior year's worse. Don't just wait. Um, so, how are you doing this week? Pretty good. Good, yeah. So classes are good. You're doing it's a good. Monday, yeah. Are you just like boring and everything's just good all the time? <laughs> wow. We're just rolling through. Yeah, I guess you kind of have to. How is um, what's your test that you're taking? The MCAT. The MCAT. How's your MCAT studying going? It's going. <laughs> Let's not talk about it on the air. I'll start crying. <laughs> but Mac has some special guest on today. Yes. Um, <laughs> People that I really work excited. with. It is really exciting. So I'm gonna introduce them, and then we're gonna let them, um, and then I'm gonna yeah. talk about the coffee, using my air quotes yeah. <laughs> that you guys can't see. Um, but my boss, Ben, Benny Stubb, Hello. Ben, describe yourself. Um, I'm Max Boss, the coordinator of the Peer <laughs> Consultant Program in the Student <laughs> Success Center. Mm-hmm. And then there's Corey. Corey, describe yourself. Hello there. I am the favorite <laughs> program assistant slash, slash mentor in the Peer Consulting Program. Mm. Happy to be here. Mm. Mm. Mia? <laughs> Wanna introduce yourself, Mia? Okay, I'm a peer consultant in the Student Success Center. She's awesome. And what is a peer consultant for those people that don't know? No, this is, y'all are the guests. Y'all answer the questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm off duty. Um, peer consultants are students who excel academically. Um, they hold one-on-one -on -one consultations with students, kind of teaching you how to college, where tutoring and SI will teach you what to learn in your classes. But this will teach you time management skills, how to prep for exams, and then how to study and choose like different study environments. So really the how-to college portion of it. But they also work our call center and work our front desk. So they really are the face and the voice of the Student Success mm -hmm. Center. Yeah, as Ben always likes to say, and I like to repeat multiple times, we're the most important part of the Student Success Center because if you don't know how to study, then what is it? Where is that going to take you? If you can, you can learn all the information that you want, but if you don't know how to apply it and use it and make it applicable to you, we're laughing because there's a worksheet involved with that. Um, but yeah, okay. So what are we sipping on today, Matt? You bought us a. <laughs> <laughs> this is so a stupid. Pink drink. Yes. Okay. So the the so what happened was. So I went to Starbucks in the library because Matt and I were busy up until then and I was going to get matcha because Matt has never had matcha. Like a matcha latte, iced matcha latte. It's really good. Ben thinks it tastes like grass, which I mean, it's not entirely strange. wrong. It does taste vaguely like grass. Um, but instead they were out of it, so I had to panic and the first thing that I saw was a pink drink. So I let Matt taste his very first pink drink. What do you think, Matt? It's good. Tasty. It's like sugary. <laughs> it's like something that shouldn't probably be sold at a place that supposedly sells coffee. It's more like a... It's not even a tea, it's like a juice. Like a smoothie. Kind of, yeah, but like not with any, not with any nutritional value, <laughs> I guess. Does it have caffeine? Yeah, it does. That's good. Mm -hmm. I know, that's, I was gonna say, that's the only reason I buy it. Um, okay, so I want you guys to further introduce yourselves, tell us what you're involved with on campus. Um, well, let me start with why y'all are here. So they are here because they are, quote, the experts on success. Um, Mia may not be a Pam, but she knows just as much as all the Pams do. Um, ben has been working this job for a while. Corey's allegedly the favorite Pam. Allegedly. Um, so they're really the experts on everything that we talk about in this podcast. And so we kind of, I want to be here and pick their brains and um, get you guys the best information that you can. So, Benjamin, What's tell up? us about yourself and what you did and how you got to where you are, what you're doing now. 
Uh, well, like I said, coordinator of the peer consultant program. I went to grad school here um, in the higher education and student affairs program uh, from 2016 to 2018. I actually had a graduate assistantship with the supplemental instruction program in the Student Success Center. Just loved it so much that when I graduated on a Thursday, they offered me a job the following Monday, and I couldn't turn it down. Just a great place to work, um, great coworkers, and of course the 45 peer consultants I supervise, the best group of students. So that's why I've stayed here like past graduation. Yeah, awesome. College forever, <laughs> Mia. <laughs> so I am starting my first sem semester of my senior year right now, and I started being a peer consultant my first semester of my sophomore year, so this is going to be my fourth semester. Um, my brother was a peer consultant before me and always talked about how much he loved it and how great the group of kids was, so I wanted to be involved with that. What else do you do? Um, outside of the Student Success Center, I'm in Greek life here at USC, and I do research in the public health school. Cool. What's your major? Biology. Okay. Yeah. Go public health. <laughs> Corey? Yep, so again, I'm Corey, and this is my second semester serving as a program assistant slash mentor in the peer consulting program. Um, love working here, best job ever. Get to talk to students all the time and get to really um, just help out with the operations of the Student Success Center. Um, other things I do on campus, I'm involved in an awesome business fraternity called Delta Sigma Pi. There's a little attention um, in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two business fraternities in the love of space. <laughs> What's your major, too, real quick? Um, finance and supply chain. Okay. Any year? Junior. He wasn't planning, okay. she's involved in more things. Corey, continue. Okay. But, like, whatever you would like. <laughs> so, Delta Sigma Pi, and then I'm in Gamecock Consulting Club. And. <laughs> so fun. Yeah, and then I hang out with Shandon College, one of the college ministries on campus, so I'm a leader with that, so that's kind of, um, keeps me busy. Yeah, Corey's busy. He's like, Matt and I, I don't know if Mia does Google Calendar too, but I've seen his Google Calendar, like, training, and it was, like, <laughs> red everywhere. It was, it was wild. I would have a panic attack every day without no, Without a Google Calendar, I know. Mia, do you have, you have one, right? I do a paper calendar. Um, Mia's yes. more organized than all of us. It's fine. Just yep. cure them all. Just cure them all. It's fine. Okay, so... We already talked about how you're involved. So Ben, how are you involved in undergrad though? Since you're now, I guess, beyond that, just give us so, some more clues as to like what, what you did. Um, I was involved in Greek life in undergrad. I was also a tour guide for my undergrad. I guess to say, I went to Radford University in Virginia, um, but I also taught U101 at Radford and I was an orientation leader as well. So that kind of got me realizing that Working at a college is a real gig, and mm. you can, as Max said, college forever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the best job. I think Ben would have a really fun job to do. Get to hang out with a bunch of people. Yeah. College students were kind of cool, more or less. Some of us. Some of us were kind of cool. Okay, so what is the best piece of advice for students you can give them? Because you guys are the expert, you're very wise, you've been doing it for a while, so just you can take a couple seconds if you need and think about the best piece of advice. Is this for their academic life? Anything and everything. Okay. Well, not everything or anything, but most keep it within the bounds of... Academia? Ac not academia, <laughs> just like keep it... I know y'all will, never mind. I'm going to stop talking. Um, I would say one, it's fairly obvious, but get involved, whatever your niche is, whether that's finding an on-campus job, whether that's Greek life, um, intramural club sports or something but if you just find your community on campus you're gonna find that connectedness and you're gonna feel more included on your campus and actually like have a sense of loyalty and you're gonna want to stay there as opposed to if you just go to class every single day um, then you're just gonna really feel like it's a transactional relationship um, but really invest 
like more than just your academics mm -hmm. into your university life. I think that helps with academics too, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, because a lot of organizations have GPA requirements. Um, you'll also find people that maybe have taken the same classes that can help you um, or that are in the class with you and you can do like study like groups or anything. Um, but just again, finding that community and like-minded people will really help your college career. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think building off of that, saying yes to new things, it can be hard sometimes, like especially maybe if you're homesick or you have a lot of work in your classes, but making time to try new things and meet new people is definitely important. For sure. I'd say become introspective. Um, just, you know, while we, <laughs> while we meet with students um, as peer consultants, you know, have these conversations about life and about how they study, about what they're involved in um, and how they can kind of improve their lives. Um, I think one of the biggest themes is that people learn differently, people are interested in different things, and people function differently. So if you're able to get to know yourself really well, figure out what you're good at, what you enjoy doing, what your purpose is, I think that that's one of the best springboards for um, living a more successful life. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was deep. That was, that was really deep. All of it was really deep, but it was all really good advice, Matt. Like, wouldn't yeah. you have wished someone would have given you this kind of, kind mm -hmm. of a thing? Yeah, and as on RM, I think that's good advice to freshmen. Especially the oh, get involved yeah. piece, because if you don't get involved, I think you'd like you're you just gonna hang around friends. forever. <laughs> yeah. Just sort of hang around forever. Yikes. Okay, so what are y'all's favorite study strategies? I'm ben, let, oh, I got. Oh, I was gonna let you two because you two are still in school. <laughs> no, I forgot you weren't in school. Wow. I mean, I don't study. You don't study. <laughs> um, Core, you're kidding. No. I I obviously okay. I was like, yeah, I can't believe you just said that on my podcast. <laughs> At least lie. <laughs> Excuse me, Matt, our podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Matt's, mostly Matt's podcast, let's be real. So a big thing for me is I'm like a very visual learner. Mm -hmm. And so I love drawing concept maps. And that's actually one of the things I've learned since being a peer consultant is mm -hmm. that study strategy. But just drawing things out so that I see how different concepts connect on, on a piece of paper. And that way I'm able to kind of have a more cohesive picture of everything I'm learning. I was going to say the exact same thing. I'm big on concept maps and charting information out. So like putting a lot of the details under the, the bigger concepts and seeing how they all relate is definitely important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that, that's part of why I say like it's important to kind of get more introspective and figure out how you learn best. Because you know a lot of people learn visually, but for people who don't, there's like other creative strategies that work better for other people. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome, true. Um, I guess one thing I'd point out is that make sure you study early and often. Mm -hmm. and don't cram to the last minute because as college kids, we all feel like that our professors get together and like schedule three or four exams at the same week just to spite us. Mm -hmm. um, but I'd say study early and often so that way like you are confident when you're taking your exams. And that way if some like fun last minute social thing pops up, you won't feel guilty about choosing studying over that or you won't feel guilty choosing the social thing over your studying. I have a question, actually. Mm -hmm. um, paper notes or electronic notes? In general, paper, but I'd mm -hmm. say it does depend on the class. Like, okay. I, I think it's good to have some flexibility in that. Yeah, I, I think that most of the time I do do paper notes, but I've been finding with my faster paced classes mm -hmm. that it's sometimes difficult if you're writing your notes to catch all the information, and then I feel like I'm just copying what's already on the board that I'm going to have available to me on Blackboard later. 
Yeah. I've started doing a hybrid. I know this obviously is not posed to me, but I just started doing this for my biochem class because it's a lot of like information, but also it's a lot of graphs and like you're drawing a lot of organic molecules, which is like orgo. You can't <laughs> yeah. you can't type anything. It's just how organic works. Um, and I've been like taking pictures and texting them to myself and then putting it in my like Google sheet of like the information. It's been working really well. So yeah, not that anyone asked me, but thought I would share while we're, while we're here. <laughs> I have another question, actually, now, too. <laughs> now I have all these <laughs> questions. I'm just hijacking my episode. It's fine. <laughs> so you guys are all really involved, work, and also really smart, clearly, according to, according to Mac, at least. <laughs> how do you guys deal with, like, burnout? Mm. Or do you ever have you gotten burnout before, and how do you deal with it? I can. Um, yeah, definitely. Burnout's definitely a thing. Um, I think that... So I try to be proactive in dealing with that by minimizing the amount of times that I get into that type of phase, but I try to really enjoy everything that I do. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, like, while yes, when I go work a shift for the student success center and maybe work, I, I enjoy working there. So mm -hmm. it is a lot less prone to burn me out. Mm -hmm. um, when I'm studying for classes, I try to like think, think about them, the material through a scope of like, how is this interesting to me? How can I apply this? So that makes it a lot more tolerable. So just kind of having that mindset makes burnout a lot less common. I think for burnout in terms of my classes, time management is definitely like the most important part of making sure that you don't burn out and being able to plan things ahead of time so that if you get really tired, you can just listen to your body and say, this is time for me to stop. I, I can pick up tomorrow with that. Yeah. Um, I think one thing I always tell the peer consultants is that just be open and honest. Um, I have a graduate assistant. Her name's Kate. So she's kind of like my right-hand woman. Um, we co-supervise the whole program. But we just say, like, be honest with us if you are feeling that burnout or, like, you know you have a really busy week coming up. Just talk to us. And, like, because you are ultimately here for your academics, so you have to put that number one. Um, but just have that open and honest communication with yourself or with your supervisors or your professors that like, hey, you are really struggling. Um, because at one point or another, somebody went through the same thing you're going through with burnout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good, that's a great question, Matt. Um, it's definitely something that's easy to get into into college because there's an aspect of like saying yes to too many things. Um, but it's really important for, especially I guess our perspective is finding a boss like Ben who really understands and like genuinely really cares for us, I think has been crucial. Um, with <laughs> okay, Ben just kind of half and half did, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> that's the other thing is what Corey said about enjoying what you do is so right. I know so many people that will just sign up for like eight clubs and have eight one-hour meetings a week and then just hate it and be like, I have to go to this stupid meeting that's an hour and we never do anything and blah blah blah. But if you find something you really love doing, like this job, some of the other things that I'm um, I'm involved in, and Matt's involved in. I know you and I saw you were, are y'all are all good, really good friends. Like there's there's ways to enjoy what you do, but still make it like worth your time, and still make it worth your resume, your application, whatever. Okay. I have another question too. Sorry, Mac. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Mac always talks about in her consultations, I think, and also just to me in general, is doing stuff with intention. How do you guys do like not only extracurriculars, but find your schoolwork? And especially, I know, like, you're older, but core, when you're, you're taking your core classes, how did you find intention in, like, having to study for those? So, like, just to clarify, you mean, like, 
how did I bring myself to enjoy like English 101? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I if you did enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know if everyone would agree on this, but I, I know that brains are oriented in certain ways to like enjoy your science classes or your business classes. So there are going to be those classes that just aren't going to click for you and might be harder to enjoy. And I feel like sometimes you just have to work your way through those. But in terms of your major specific classes, I think it gets easier when you can start to look for jobs and internships that relate back to those classes because then you feel like you're gaining information that's going to help you in your profession or help you later on. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think there are some classes where you just aren't going to enjoy them. I think that's a part of college. Um, But you still can have a healthy mindset and try to draw the most out of them that you can. And... Like I've said, you have to know yourself. Like maybe that you've maybe you've gone through a bunch of core classes that you really don't enjoy that week, and you're really mentally exhausted, and you need to give yourself a little bit more re-energizing time for the weekend. Um, but taking measures like that, I think, is the, the way to kind of persevere. Yeah, um, I think there's this like mindset that, or a lot of pressure that you have to enjoy every single aspect of college. That if you didn't enjoy all four years, you've wasted mm-hmm. it. But I really think it's okay for you to look at something like an English 101 or one of your core classes and be like this is just a box I need to check to move on to the next step of something I'm going Mm -hmm. to enjoy Mm -hmm. and if you have that mindset that's perfectly okay because you're still getting your work done you're still taking things away from it but you don't have to sit there and be like wow like I'm not enjoying getting up at 8.05 in the morning for an English 101 (laughs) class that's rough I get it Um, so just if you know that like this is what I need to do to take that next step that's fine okay I have a specific person's question. This is for you, Corey. So Corey ran our training, um, and it was amazing. Like, it was really efficient. Everything was very well planned. So Corey, I want to ask you, what are your organizational, like, tips? Like, how did you make, like, we were, I mean, Ben will agree with me, and me, you weren't there, but it's okay. You would agree, too, if you were there. Um, It was, like, amazing. Like, it was really Organized. So, Corey, tell us a little bit about that process and how you how you do that. Right. Well, the mindset that I kind of try to take is maximizing the value of all the things that I do. It sounds like I'm, I'm glad there aren't any like operations and supply chain majors <laughs> in here because they would be rolling their eyes at me. That, that, that all sounds like a big jumble of cliches. It still does to me, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But like, just to put, give a great example, I was reading um, yesterday about when Arnold Schwarzenegger ran for governor in California. He essentially did not keep a schedule because he would keep his days entirely open so that he would only be doing the most pressing thing at any given moment. Um, so like, if someone was trying to schedule a meeting with him, he would say, yep, call me 15 minutes before like the time you want to meet, and if I can, then we will. Um, so that's obviously a very extreme um, like to you know the far side of adding value, but... That's just kind of to demonstrate. I think if you um, think about what you're getting out of all the activities that you're involved in, then you're able to actually strip away some of the things that don't matter as much. So. Wow, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. No, that's not a name that I thought would have come up on the podcast, but I love it. Okay, this one's for fun. So, favorite inspirational Disney movie, or I guess just Disney movie, and why? Mine, for example, is Princess and the Frog, because she busts her butt and gets to where she wants to be and has fun and learns to like do all balance all aspects of her life and Tiana's just honestly kind of kind of awesome so it's fine um miracle solely because what is miracle yeah it's the hockey movie from when like is that a disney movie yeah 
Disneyland? <laughs> you didn't, I was just trying to tell Mia about Disney movies. Because <laughs> yeah. she's going to go, oh, Mac. That or I was just completely wrong on the record. Um, yeah, cool. Oh, it is a Disney movie. Yeah, that inspirational speech, the whole just storyline, how the, like, the U.S. team beat the Russians. Oh, it's like, Oh, wait, I think I watched this in volleyball camp when I was yeah, in Yeah, so, like, that's just inspiration. 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team. Wow. I'm going to have to watch this. Can we have a PC movie night? Sure. Okay. You can plan it. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Might be uh, April before it happens, but it'll happen. Is your favorite Disney movie? Mm-hmm. It has to be a Disney movie. Um, I'll say Lion King. I knew that one was going to go. Is that no, yes? <laughs> <Or Mia. laughs> You can both explain why. I didn't care for it. Ooh, Ben. The new one's good. Is it? I haven't seen it. Oh, it's really good. Have you seen the new one? The, the like, live action? Yeah. Yes. That. Oh, oh, oh no, he true. doesn't like that one. <laughs> I, I agree it was good. I just think that, like, it, it shouldn't have happened. Because, like, it was, it was an impossible standard to make anything, like, better than the original. Okay, that's a good point. You know? Yes. So it was pretty much like, it was almost exactly the same, but I just didn't think it was like better, so I didn't see the point of it. Okay, that's so I, fair. Yeah, Reasonable. love Lion though. Why? What's inspiration about it? Um, just like the, I guess the path of maturity that you see Simba take is really like fun and encouraging to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love to see that. Yeah, it's a building's Roman. Yeah. It's a fun English word. I, I don't know what that means, Mac. <laughs> it's like literally a coming of age story. Like, have y'all read any Faulkner? This about my nerd is coming out. William Faulkner is like a southern writer. He does a, writes a lot of um, coming of age buildings, romance stories. Shout out to uh, Mrs. Linda Kirkland, my freshman year English teacher for that word. That just made things so awkward. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to not talk about anything English related ever again. Y'all don't know that I guess I'm, an, I'm kind of an English nerd, but um, Mia, why is Lion King inspirational to you? So I think that the most inspiring thing about the Lion King is just finding value in your family and your friends. And even when like life threw them some bad things, they were able to work through it. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> you forgot Hakuna Matata. <laughs> but I have one more question too. Oh, Matt! <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. This is our yeah. podcast. Matt can ask whatever he wants. I'm just giving him a hard time. I have a question. Do you guys have a s- strict routine that you follow? Like, do you wake up at the same time every morning, go to bed at the same time? Or how do Because I've been, one of my goals this year was to wake up early because I never wake up early and have, like, a routine. But what do you guys do? Like, do you stick with a routine or not? Yeah, I mean, I stick to a routine. I have to be at work at 8.30. <laughs> Monday through Friday. World. So, um, I, yeah, I stick to a routine. I mean... 8.30 is, like, kind of a stretch because, like, it's typically 8.45 most mornings. Um, but, no, I mean, for the most part, I have to stick to a routine. In undergrad, mm-hmm. I didn't. So I tried to have, like, classes only on Tuesday, Thursday. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I could do whatever I wanted. Yeah, I don't um, sleep stick to, like, a exact schedule. I think that if you can possibly do it, I think sleep schedules are the way to go. But... It either like isn't feasible or I haven't found the discipline to like in my life right now. So. I do like to have a schedule. Normally in the morning, I wake up like 30 minutes before I actually have to be out of bed. And then I just sit there and 
drink my coffee for 30 minutes and I just kind of think about what I have to get done that day and then normally if um I have a morning class I try to get a workout in before that just to jump start my day and I find that it helps me stay awake throughout the day I wish <laughs> yeah I used to and then because I would see me at the gym every day but now it's the 805 life is oof y'all oof okay so, last question. I know this is so sad. I was really excited for this episode. So, I guess Matt already kind of stole this, but it's fine. Um, do you guys have any additional pieces of advice about what keeps you, like, motivated? Now, is it, like, your career, your future career, your um, friends, being around the PCs, who are all very, and I guess the PFCs and the PWCs and the tutors, who are all very, like, seemingly put together? Um, what keeps you guys motivated? I guess for me, um, the biggest thing is knowing what I'm doing, it's going to benefit the peer consultants or Kate, my GA, uh, in some way, whether that's pulling reports, sending them their end of consultation surveys so they can like reflect on their time, meeting with students one-on-one, um, or giving Kate that professional development of actually like programming and like coming up with staff meeting curriculums. Um, but just knowing whatever I do is going to have a direct effect on the growth and development of the students that I supervise. Mm-hmm. For me, like what keeps me motivated a lot is change. Like, I really enjoy seeing myself um, experience new things. So if I ever kind of feel stagnant, that's when I'll try something new. Like I started journaling recently, and it's, it feels super weird because I hate like writing about my own life. But it, like <laughs> it's. It's, it's really good for reflection and it really kind of it makes me more um, I guess cognizant of what I've been through like in the last week when I'm talking to people about those things so I'm doing things like that and just kind of spicing up life it makes me more like excited <laughs> about about whatever it is I'm doing this is why you're the favorite Pam you this. Oh, Ben's making a face. I well, a, I have one favorite Pam. Her name is Abby Bangs, and she graduated. Correct. You're gonna have to answer this. So she, I mean, she, you've told her a hundred thousand times, I'm sure. Yeah. But well, Corey and I were hired at the same time by Ben. We were Ben's first hires, mm-hmm. so he's very proud of us. But also, there's always like a rivalry, and Corey was a Pam before I was, so I guess technically he won. But it's fine. Mia, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. Um, mine's kind of the complete opposite of Corey. I think, I mean, I, no, I completely understand that that works for you. I'm, I didn't mean it to sound bad. No, it doesn't. But um, for me, staying motivated is like finding that one thing that helps me relax or one thing that keeps me really happy. And I know that that's different for every person, but making time for that I think is really important. And like when you get stressed, still making sure that you have time for that one thing, whether it's hanging out with friends or calling your parents or going for a run, anything that will help you kind of stay on track and remember like what you're here for and what that goal is at, at the end of it. Beautiful. I think that's, yeah. y'all, y'all have any last comments? Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for having me. Yeah, it was so much fun. I'm yeah, glad it was fun. I figured y'all would, I would, y'all would like it's this. It's been fun watching all of you guys' faces at your <laughs> I can't control it. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ben can. Ben's, it's, I don't know if it's the 40 ounce thermos of coffee or what, what Ben's constant, like, but it's, they're always there. It's a little scary at times. He kind of scares me sometimes. Yeah, the PCs have a different vibe. Yeah, we do. We're fun. We have we're, fun. Well, we also are able to spend more one-on-one time with each other, you know? Like, we have, we're about all, they're 
four people in the call center, like we can all kind of hang out and still do our jobs. We do a lot of group bonding. Yeah, yeah. we do. That's true. Yeah, I mean, we, we do the kickball game, the Friendsgiving. Oh, yeah. kickball! So not... We're gonna do dodgeball this semester. Did you just call oh, it Friendsgiving? Oh no, no I like that. What'd you call it? Ben's Friendsgiving. Oh no, <laughs> Corey. I thought I thought somebody said Friendsgiving. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, but thank you for coming on. Yeah, yeah thank for you. teaching yeah. us thank more, you. teaching me more, not Matt. She's fine. No, I'm not fine. Thank you for teaching me more too. Yeah. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org.